Hi everyone, my name is Gail and I reside in Canada and I'm here to get my footing on the podcast thing and I welcome you to my show. First of all, this episode will be uh, giving you a short blip on my past um, to why I chose spiritual phenomena. I come from a lineage where my mother was born with the uh, gift to see, to hear, to heal, um, to sense things, intuition, but it wasn't activated until she was 55 and uh, I got a phone call and she said, Gail, come here, quick. I see dead people in my living room (laughs) and angels and I don't know what these other things are and I I don't want to see them. So it was then at at her age, um, I went over and uh, with prayer and meditation and uh, a special protection prayer, which I'll share here. I used it to uh, close down her abilities because when you, for some people, when you live in reality, when spirituality or supernaturalism comes to surface, it's very hard to adjust. It's very hard to walk in both worlds all the time. So I knew this was going to be very challenging for my mother. But it did give me an incentive that, hey, I'm not alone. This is a gift. And uh, this set me on my journey um, to develop these gifts that I have. So we go back to the beginning when I was uh, eight as far back as I can remember, um, I started hearing noises in a house that we had first moved into in Ontario. And then I'd hear steps creaking up the stairs, then creaking back down the stairs. I'd hear noises in the closet and I would see a face in the window, which scared me. And I thought, you know, for an eight-year-old, I thought it was Jack Frost, but when it talked back to me in a very angry voice, um, I didn't know how to handle it, and so I called for my mother, and I said, Mom, Mom, come up here. There's a person outside the window. Well, of course, you know, (laughs) my mother didn't believe me, and this set another situation in motion, Again, I'm saying that if you're not prepared and you're not ready and you don't understand these things and you don't have a parent who explains the spiritual phenomena to you, then what kicks in is your brain starts to develop a dissociation from reality. It's like that is there and I'm going to forget it. So that's what I did. Not at first, but I I did do it. And uh, I said, 
you know, we have to move. And these noises continued to escalate. So we moved to the country and uh, there was a suburb being built. And uh, this is, I think I was 14 at the time and I was developing um, uh, an eating disorder because these spiritual phenomena, they are positive and they are negative and sometimes they're neutral. And uh, so I was there and I'll tell you about one of them. Um, I had my window open at night and uh, I hear someone shoveling out in the ditch. And I looked. And if you ever seen um, grave diggers in shows, they don't say anything. They just dig and dig and dig. And uh, this fellow seemed to be transparent, but looking a lot like black shadows. And uh, I screamed for my father and... All I got was yelling, <laughs> there's nobody out there, go back to bed. So this instilled my first uh, fear of the invisible. So on that note, I decided at 16 to go to church. And uh, I met a friend there who ended up going to the same high school as me. And I became a born-again Christian at 16. And I was with that denomination until I was 25, I think. No, 28. And during that time, um, the phenomena increased exponentially. I saw little imps taking the shape of animals walking through the house, black feathers on the floor, knocking on the walls, and uh, things falling off the walls. Not all at once, but it was sporadic. And then one night, it got very cold in my room, and I would hear very whispers of the night, like a howling uh, wind. And my bed started to shake. Now this would be in the field of paranormal. Again, in spiritual phenomena, there is good forces and dark forces. And um, I was learning about guides as well. And I'm continually learning about other things in, this, in these realms. So... I ran out of my bedroom and I yelled for my mom. I said, Mom, Mom, <laughs> Mom, there's something evil in my room. And by the time my mom decided to get upstairs from the basement and into my room, there was nothing there. So that was at the point where I started leaving my lights on in my bedroom and I got a night light and I started sleeping with earplugs in my ears. And to this day, I still sleep with earplugs in my ears because that phenomena continues today. And through my high school years, um, there would be a lot of this kind of negative phenomena. And I decided not to 
disclose it to my parents because they just didn't believe it, you know. When it's in the 70s, um, maybe psychic services are available, but no teachers, no um, learning. So it was only by the time I got to be 35, let's skip a few years here, <laughs> and I met a person who was a meditator and he taught me how to meditate and this was my first really positive experience of the divine realm. Divine realm for me is heaven. It's the light. It's where all light being exists. Angels, saints, um, anything that is positive and true and uh, has compassion, truth, love, joy, peace, serenity. And this fellow came into my life and he taught me how to meditate. And interesting enough, um, I did all the prerequisites to become a meditator. And as I was meditating two or three times, this big white light in the form of a supernova and I had my eyes closed sitting on the couch came in and it said in the silence I am that I am the alpha and the omega and it it just hovered there and I saw this thing and for me with the my spiritual background at that point when somebody says that to that degree I fell off the couch <laughs> on the floor boom <laughs> and I the teacher said what what's what's wrong oh my goodness and I said I think I saw a version vision of God the being looking like a supernova. It was gold and white and sparkly and told them what this being said. And uh, my friend, the meditator, said, well, um, he was a loss for words. He said, well, let's continue learning about meditation. And I got initiated in my apartment and it was a little ceremony so I continued meditating, and the next time I meditated, I was in the living room, uh, and all of a sudden I opened up my eyes and I saw these, I don't know what you call them, but they looked like monks wearing orange robes and they had beads in their hands, and they were they were slowly walking into my living room and I, I was just so afraid but curious at the same time. And I said, who are you? And I said this mentally in my mind, because it seems that the spiritual aspect, there's a lot of telepathy is better communication. And they said, we are here to see you evolve. I'm going, Okay, 
Now that can mean a lot of things. And then they disappeared. So there was my first clue. There were souls, spirits, faints, I don't know. Watching, waiting, looking, listening to see me evolve. And I certainly did. And in that time, I was in my 30s, I acquired another friend who became uh, a mentor. And whenever I had something unusual happen to me, I'd call him up. And we met on a weekly basis. I went to another spiritual group. And again, I met another man. And he could send souls to the light. Now, what does that mean, sending souls to the light? Padre Pio, in his biography, his whole life was sending souls to the light. He had all the gifts of the spirit, of the creator. He could heal, he could see, he could bilocate. Um, he had the stigmata. He was very magnetic in his personality. He was the total emphasis of what divinity is. And uh, so, if you want to know more, read the biography of Padre Pio. He had all the gifts. And so, we started working on uh, different prayers to send souls to the light. Because they would wake me up at night and I'd see them floating around. And then eventually they started taking form. Once I got used to it, of course. <laughs> and sure enough, I found a way to send them to the light. And But the what disturbed me the most is when they appeared to me, they appeared in the manner of how they died. So can you imagine a spirit showing up with a missing leg or a missing hand or a missing eye or a piece of their body missing, or if they were frozen up in the north. Um, I saw this and I, I just said, okay, uh, if you want to get sent to the light, please don't show up at your last minute of life because we all die in different ways. And uh, they listened. And so it was very, very interesting that I was starting to get my individuality and my power to establish boundaries with the spirit realm. So, on that note, I still have my shingle on my door today. And if the angels or the saints or creator uh, come and say, okay, you got to go to this workshop or you got to go there. Um, I go. I don't know why, but it always turns out that I'm always helping someone understand their gifts or answer their questions about where they should go. I'm not telling them how to run their life, but I just answer questions. So we carry on and... I had to deal with a lot of spiritual growth 
and this is where a lot of stories come in. And uh, the mentor that I had, we did uh, energy work. We did a lot of exploration, and um, we experimented on past lives uh, through volunteers or friends, and we've we learned about past lives, how to integrate past lives. Uh, who were we in past lives? And uh, then came dark forces. Now I call dark forces dark forces because if you call them demons or the devil or anything that has a name, it gives them power. So if we disembody that and take away those names and say, Oh, a negative force, um, a negative energy. We really know what it is. And I came in contact with those when I was very, very young. Like I said, I saw these little creatures walking through the house, and uh, that really frightened me. And now they've taken other forms today, and I now have the power to say go don't come into my place or don't interfere into my work but 90% of the time it works and 10% of the time it doesn't so I have to uh, enforce or add things to my protection prayer so as we get on in the story um I had this mentor for five years. I learned how to send souls to the light, to understand their problems, uh, to remove dark forces from paintings, objects. Uh, would you believe it? TV shows. Some TV shows are very negative. Oh my goodness. And so I'm restricted as to what I watch because dark forces travel through electricity. They also embed themselves in uh, film, uh, movies, TV shows, DVDs, um, the radio, mirrors, you know. So it's really important that protecting yourself from dark forces is is a necessary thing. And this is where I met a mentor who taught me how to create my own protection prayer. And this is how it goes. I ask to be a clear and perfect channel for the light of the Creator, God the Being, Mary, Jesus, Holy Spirit, all things bright, all things in truth, all things and beings that live in the divine realms. I ask that energy come from them through me to do this spiritual work, this phenomena, this paranormal work, this investigation, this healing. And I ask that it be done through them as I am a vessel. And then I go, I ask St. Michael the Archangel to defend us in battle against the wickedness 
of the evil one. Bind him and all his cohorts in this situation where you are in now, known and unknown and in disguise, and that which I don't know of covers all the bases. Render them powerless, have them release the souls they have captured, and send them back off into the heavenly light for eternal rest. Now you have all these. What's left is you have the souls that they captured and a vacuum. So when you take something out of a vacuum, they can come back. So I go and I continue with St. Michael. Please send all these lost souls that are left over to the light for eternal rest with the divine, the creator. And please, Holy Spirit, the healer, fill all empty spaces in time and space and that which I do not know of, only God knows of, and fill it with healing light, loving light, compassion, understanding, healing, and restore the timeline as God has laid it out. I give thanks to all the beings in the heavenly realms for their work, and I especially thank the Holy Spirit for their work in this matter. Amen. And that's my protection prayer. I add, please protect me today, my house, my cat, and guide me to what you want me to do today. And I say, Amen. Thank you, Creator. And away I go. I also uh, have prayer cards and that I say from time to time for extra strength. And uh, this is what I say every couple of days. At first, I started every day because I just didn't know what I was dealing with. So, as we move ahead, there's been a lot of, a lot of uh, spiritual phenomena, dark phenomena, unusual circumstances that have happened. And uh, I did uh, get an invitation to travel to Europe. Again, if I plan, it's a laugh. <laughs> but when God wants you to do something and you let him control your life, uh, you never know where you're going to be or end up. So I found that my accomplishments today is that I've written a book called The Soul Messenger detailing the major events that happened in my life that brought me to where I am today and another book called Angel Notes with excerpts from the book and uh, I've, I sold them from home uh, by uh, uh, computer by advertising book fairs and uh, today I 
I'm back working, doing spiritual work, and uh, a very unusual spiritual phenomena <laughs> has occurred now that I'm in uh, a senior's place, um, and it took a lot of information, a lot of investigation, and uh, a lot of prayer and meditation to clean the atmosphere from dark forces, let's say. And uh, I met up with the previous owner in spirit who just would not leave this building, wouldn't leave my place. And if you look on Google, do a Google search on identifying ghosts in your place, uh... You can have the smell of vinegar, rotten eggs, oatmeal. There's other foul smells, but for me it was vinegar. And I also seem to acquire a whole lot of houseflies as uh, the movie The Exorcist had portrayed. And the pictures on my walls would all go crooked. And I'm going... Either I'm going to go crazy or I got to move this spirit on. And I did my research on the previous tenant, which is always good before uh, cleaning out a place. And using some native ceremonies, I smudged the place, drummed, and uh, I used holy water mixed with water and sprayed my place. And I left food out with water. That's another way to move someone on. And uh, the spirit wouldn't move. And I'm going, I've done everything I know to move the spirit on. And so after requiring some research and and, uh, talking to some elders, uh, native elders, I... They gave me this seven, there's seven trees, and you can make a liquid out of it, and you spray your house, and it gets rid of all the emotions, and uh, it seemed to work in uh, moving this spirit on in my place, and it's like three months later. Now it's quiet. God bless my place. (laughs) And... Um, I find that it's just a matter of time I have to keep on doing this because um, as we grow spiritually and we practice our abilities to become stronger, secondary abilities come to light. So I have the gift of discernment, seeing, hearing, um, spiritually cleaning houses, and the list goes on. But I started at a very young age. And this is the generation where the children that grow up today and develop these abilities need the training and the understanding of what is a good force, what is a bad force, like in Star Wars. (laughs) You know, what are good energies, what are dark energies, what are angels, what are, I'll say it this time, demons. 
what are guides what are um, saints what are the ancestors there are many many planes of existences and the thing is is my emphasis is on training the young people that are coming up in this generation we need to teach them the seven traditions of truth, kindness, compassion, honesty. Uh, my mind escapes me. But seven fruits of the Spirit, the seven grandfather teachings. We need to teach what is good and respectful in this day and age before the dark forces take over the land, the air, the events, time and space. And I'll be talking about those elements in future podcasts. And if you're interested, you can write me at m-a-r-i-e dot morris, m-o-r-r-i-s-1 at mail dot com. I will soon have a... Um, email address that is more suitable and connected to this podcast where it will be only individuals interested to know things about the podcast or about me and I hope to have it by the next time I speak there will be some speakers coming up later on Um, I'm just negotiating right now and as I would like to end, God bless everyone, protect everyone. May the grandfathers and grandmothers and the beings of light uh, be with you today. And may it be a one of a miracle for you, your family, and your friends. Take care and God bless. <laughs>